Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcasting should be made better, not just easier. That's the motto I started this show with, and I still stand by it. But a lot has happened in the last five years. What if making it easier to podcast also made it better? Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. I happen to love podcast tech. And there's a better than average chance that you, as a listener to this podcast, also kind of dig podcast tech. Now, if that does describe you, uh, then you also know that we're in the minority. Most podcasters, and I know I'm casting a very wide net, what with millions of podcasts available, most podcasters do not love podcasting tech. In fact, I think a large number of them fear or avoid podcasting technology. And if that is true, Imagine how many people don't even entertain the idea of having their own podcast because of similar fears. People, potentially, with stories worthy of telling and being heard. Now, maybe you're the person to say, hey, fine, we've got too many podcasts as it is. Actually, I'd be surprised if you said that because that is horse shit. We have plenty of room for more podcasts. Don't let anyone tell you differently. In fact, one thing that has me terribly excited for the future of podcasting is how the entire process of making a podcast has, for many, changed drastically in the last 20 years or so. I'm talking singularity-level changes. A new breed of technology from lots of providers that really looks a little alien to people like you and me, perhaps, but is still a game-changer on so many levels. Alitu a service from the podcast host, is one of those services that's reimagining how podcasts are made. They're the branded benefit sponsor of today's episode, and I sat down with Colin Gray and asked him how Alitu makes podcasting better. With Alitu, really the goal is just to make it so easy to make a podcast, to create your podcast, everything from recording to editing to publishing, that you can forget about the tech really behind it all and concentrate just on your voice, on getting your message out there into the world. That's the goal, to make the tech just disappear so that you can concentrate on your message. You know, there have been a lot of tools that have aimed to make podcasting easier mm-hmm. and in fact have made podcasting easier but in in some cases it doesn't make it better <laughs> easier and better there's not a, there's not a parallel line that they follow along do you honestly think that having the tech disappear helps make podcasting better I do, because I think that so many of the podcasters we work with, actually, they just end up worrying so much about their microphone, their editing, the platforms they're posting on, that they don't spend the time to actually get better at presenting, uh, to get better at the way they speak, to get better at engaging with their audience, to get better at designing your content. I think 
that was one of the great things about podcasting in the early days is that you can do anything. That all the controls are gone. You know, it's not radio. You can do what you like. Mm. And that's amazing. But with that comes downsides and that people think that podcasting is all about winging it. There's no plan required. You just get on a mic and you chat away with your friends. But actually concentrating on how you design your content, thinking about really what your listener wants, how they can best consume that. I think that makes a huge difference. So, yeah, I think that having more time to spend on that does make podcasting better. I agree with you that we get caught up in the tech and we're using our brains to make decisions that are better done by bits. We are a creative species and we're good at planning and strategy and all that stuff. So let's get into the how for just a moment. How, how, sure. how does that work? We started out with editing. That was what Ality was built around. It was our, our content site, the podcast host. Like we had hundreds of thousands of readers visiting that every, um, every month. And the biggest question we got from those people was always, oh, please, how can I make editing easier? I hate editing. It's just mm-hmm. <laughs> people just don't enjoy it. Um, not everyone. By all means, you get some people in there that are really into their editing, but the majority, they want to spend less time on that. And people are using tools like Audacity and Audition and, and all sorts of different things that are designed for audio engineers. There's too many tools in there that we don't need as podcasters. So that was the first goal was really to strip out all of those things that we don't need as podcasters and create an editing platform that's specific to podcasters. So first we cut it all back to make it as simple as possible, just the stuff we need. That was the goal. And and it seemed to have worked out. We got a really good response to that first version. And I had seen a very early version of that. Well, I don't know how very early it was. It was, yeah. it was four years ago oh, when wow. I was looking at Alatu. I'm assuming some things have changed a whole lot. Um, yes. And there are other automated systems out there which aim to make the editing process easier or just skip it altogether, which you should not do. Uh, but that's me editorializing now. So tell me how what you're doing now with Alatu is, is better than other tools that exist. We automate as much as we can. So we automate the audio cleanup, for example. That's a real audio engineering job that's actually, it's pretty well solved. There's tools out there like like Dolby. So we work with Dolby Audio, for example, Hmm. to do the audio cleanup. They know audio back to front and they can clean up the noise. They can level out, do de-essing, de-plosives, all that kind of stuff. And so that is just something you shouldn't really have to worry about. So that's done automatically. Then we automated things like adding in your theme music. So your theme music automatically appears at the start and the end of the show. You've got fades that overlap the music with the voice. Um, So again, another little job that you do every single time, exactly the same, that's now automated. And then beyond that, it was really just trying to help with the parts that can't be automated. So the editing, for example, we can't quite automate the whole editing, but we can automate bits of it and we can make it much easier like with that editing interface that's just for podcasters. And from that point, we actually just started adding in the other tools. So we've got call recording on the front and then hosting on the back. And I think the reason it's better in that sense is because people save so much time not having to go from one tool to another. They can just record in one place. It's cleaned up straight from there into the episode builder. They can pop in their adverts, their intros, all that kind of stuff, build that episode up and then just send it straight to the hosting. And that that's the goal, just to make it so that you don't have to worry about all the different places, all the different links. It's just one place where you can do the whole thing. 
And with that comes so much opportunity for increasing the quality as well, I think. Like we can take stuff straight from the recording and put it right into audio cleanup so that it's just brought straight from there into the editing. And, and you know, there's so many efficiencies in terms of time. There's no downloading. There's no converting of files. There's no mm. exporting. And that, that's what gives people hopefully more time to concentrate on the content itself. For people who know what the hell they're doing, who are masters at crazy things like Pro Tools or even something like Reaper or, in my case, Hindenburg, sure. yeah. should I switch to Alitu or are the advances not created for me? It depends on your goal. I, I know people who use Alitu to create um, one show, but then they use something like Audition or Audacity to, to create another show because they want to have real kind of multi-track like quite complex audio in one of their shows and they want that full audio engineering experience for that but then they have another show that they just like chatting with their friends or chatting about hobby or or just making something for a for a company that they're doing marketing with and they just mm. want it to be quick and easy and get it out there so we do have people who know fine how to do proper audio engineering using Alitu just because it's it's easy. And I, suppose, I don't know whether this is, I'm biased, obviously, so I don't know whether this is a justification, but I use it. I use it for all of our shows and, and I've been a, you know, a professional audio engineer for, for years in my past, but I still use it because actually I just want to concentrate on talking these days. I, I don't want to worry about the clean up, the editing, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think there is a place for it, but certainly there are people that it's not for too. So yeah, it depends on your goal, I'd say. So is everything the way that you want it? Are there new cool things on the horizon? Yeah, like loads of new stuff. <laughs> yeah, we've just added in a couple of things like, um, so transcripts, for example, was a little uh, feature we added, but actually had a really big effect. People were really happy to have that in there as a, an accessibility tool as, as well as a way of making new show notes. But we're wanting to integrate them right into the editing as well. Everyone's seen, you know, text-based editing in the past and we want to yeah. build on that approach to add that in. And I think... We're in a unique position where we've got a really good visual waveform editor that's really simple, but adding in text-based editing to that actually gives you real control over, you know, the exact words you cut out, the exact spaces you cut out, really quickly navigating through and highlighting spots you want to edit, but actually having the control then to really finely adjust exactly what is edited, the edges of those edits and previewing them really simply and stuff like that. So I think we can take what's been done and make them much better as well, actually, in future. If you can make it easier for someone to edit who's not as comfortable using complex DAWs, as you mentioned previously, and if they're encouraged because it's not an arduous task, yeah, I do think that would actually make, make podcasting better. There's people I know um, that wouldn't have done it otherwise, like literally would not have would not have tried to conquer the tech, like people who are really kind of phobic to that or people who are willing to give it a shot. But um, I've seen give up because it was too time consuming. There was too many different steps. There was too much confusion every single week. But then we showed them Alitu, we got them in there, um, they start playing around with it and it became so easy that they actually managed to start their podcast up again put it out week by week and become consistent and, and grow an audience after all. And that is a positive movement where we can keep people podcasting, keep the content growing. I, th I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Big thanks to Colin, Alatu, and the podcast host for being today's branded benefit sponsor and for reminding us, yes, even those of us who know what the hell we are doing, that even we are probably spending time and energy doing things that would be better left to software and systems. Systems and software that, frankly, could probably do a better job than we can. 
at least sometimes. So check out Alitu, A-L-I-T-U dot com, to see what processes you could be leaving to a robot, freeing up your creative human brain to do more important things. And let me know what you think. With that, I shall be back next week with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.